guess I guess we jump in. I guess you're welcome to Critical Ditto, the Pokemon role-playing podcast that I love and you love and we all love. It's lovely. I am Stuart. I'm running the game and I'm bouncing in to today on my bouncy device, which for me is a pogo pogo stick. I'm I'm hopping in on a single pole and a spring. And it's great. Up and down, up and down. What a beautiful time I will have running the game on my pogo stick. Ali, Ali, how, how do you feel about bouncing? Boing, boing. Sorry, Stu, I can't hear you over the, the sound of me enjoying this space hopper that me and my friend Kenny Mullet are on over here. We're about to have a little space hopper race. Kenny has told me that he's an empathetic yet haunted young man uh, who's found some stuff about poker powers and is now trying to save the world. Um, and he's, he's got a, a team lined up behind him. It's, it's a relay. This is a space hopper race relay. Very organized. Yeah, very organized. It's just me on my own. So I'm going to get tired very quickly, but he's got many Pokemon behind him helping him out win the race. Uh, he's got a Decidueye called Bowtie, a Gyarados called Moustache, a Sanandit called Hoops, a Honchko called Fedora, a Kamoa called King Thrush, a Galvantula called Fleek, and a Spiritomb called Swirly. Boing, boing, boing. David, come jump with me. Zebedee, Zebedee, <laughs> Zebedee. <laughs> boing. <laughs> well, if it's not the omnipotent god of the magic roundabout, Mr. This. Zebedee. <laughs> oh my god. What a poll. We entered a hellscape. I will be so interested to put out a poll of people that understand that reference when this episode goes out. <laughs> I feel that if you tire of the magic roundabout, you tire of life. And I would say that as Mr. Zebedee, not Mr. Zebedee. I'm David and I play the character of Theo, the sardonic former priest of the Church of Slow King, who is on the journey to find the King's Rock, but also on a journey to maybe murder some kids that's been a that's been a more consistent arc for the last, mm, <laughs> the last mm, three mm. seasons it's what the audience relate to <laughs> <laughs> that's the theme we know and love florence watch out uh that's another magic roundabout <laughs> reference next week oh, the claggers i would get so lost in david's mind there's something about like the endless amount of references that you can pull from i wonder what's happening in there well get ready tom because on theo's team is the trumpton looking man medicham and then there's the furry furry bagpuss that is Swadloon. There's the beautiful space clanger that is Togekiss. The scuttling little, what's a cave related cartoon that's not Cave Girl from CBBC? <laughs> that classic. I mean, Tracy Island was kind of a big cave. Yeah, yeah. We've got like the hood in the form of Kabuto. Okay. And then not currently present, but loved. We've got the, uh, the jocular <laughs> jock with five hands, pro barical. In many ways, a sort of like round the twist kind of figure, I'd say. Um, <laughs> we've also got Jason the Combi, as beloved as as a Doug Funny. And uh, and then there's also a Slowpoke somewhere. It's not appeared since it appeared in an episode at the start of this season. No, Frankly, we'll know. probably never see it again. But at this point, that's the seven Pokemon that Theo have. Now, I've uh, taken this back to 1965 and the father of Emma Thompson. Tom, where are you going to take this journey next? Nope, clear off, Zebedee. Don't like you. Don't want Space Hopper Boy. Pogo Stick, get out. This is a no bouncing area it's me tom the bouncer oh. oh i remember you from midsection the club <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was from me you were last week's midsection yeah i remember i got promoted to uh intro i've been promoted because i'm so also hype man for um my employer who is brandy the ex-cheerleader of the pokemon champion she is on a quest to save formia with her pals kenny and theo on her team she has a lopany called wimpy drapion called gary a munchlax called Snorleone. She has a Bunnelby called Dr. Bunnelby PhD. She has a Carcol called Lightning McQueen and a Meltan called Flower. We've had a lot of fun and games here on the um, flat super gravity land and I've, I've had enough of bouncing.
Pogo Stickman, what have you got to say for yourself? I think I need to escape this, this horrible flat, gravityless land. I'm going to go all the way around on the swings. You remember what happened last time you did that? Previously, uncritical. Oh, I know my voice went. Hang on. <clears throat> Adri's pacing. It doesn't have to come to this, Theo. We don't have to do it this way. How do we get answers to the questions if we kill the person who can answer them? What are we, Theo? For the first time in our lives, Adri, we are whatever we want to be. And I want to be friends. I'm sorry, Theo. And Adri throws your hand away. Theo casts you aside and dashes towards the Sloking statue. Theo is moving slow and Adri's moving fast and Theo needs to stop Adri. Theo has Mrs. W's flame glove and so Theo raises a shaking arm with the glove on. Don't take another step. Brandy and Kenneth, you've successfully entered Andros's mind palace. Andros, you're just gonna be Andros. You're not gonna have poker powers. Golduck is its own thing and I don't know if I'm strong enough to to choose that I'm the one that gets to exist, and he's not. Can you? You have allowed yourself to be manipulated. There was a way for you and your Golduck to coexist. And I'm so, so sorry, but that time is gone. Turns around to face the Golduck weeping. Kenny says to Salandit, Sir? Hoops, burn it down. I can tell you now exactly where we're going to start. And it's not where we ended last time, but it's also where things were not looking so peachy in the world of our beloved characters, and that's in the world of Theo. Last episode, Theo, we saw you attempt to reconcile with Adri. It didn't go so great. You're now holding a flame gauntlet aloft from your battered, injured, bruised body and aiming it at Adri Fomonsk across a Grecian amphitheatre of debate, at the centre of which is a sloking statue to which Adri is heading to try and access the Chamber of the O of the Church of Slarslo. You have been beaten by Adri's Medichan, Chedaman, and although you have dispatched that Pokemon, the wounds still remain, but you've used enough strength to raise this flame gauntlet, a flame gauntlet that was given to you by Mrs. W, a flame gauntlet that you've seen do lethal damage to Hillary in the past during the steam eruption arc. Theo, what what are you doing here? I mean, Theo is is a, is a wreck. Theo is is mm. just about holding it together with adrenaline. And Theo is is trapped in what what has become sort of a recurring problem for Theo. The stakes are so high that the threat of murder is really the only option, or so it feels to Theo. And so Theo is pointing this glove at Adrian, is, has no... Theo knows that this glove is is powerful, like it, pa it packs a wallop, it's potentially deadly. It's the only tool that Theo can sort of guarantee in their, in their bandolier, and Theo just wants Adri. If Adri's not gonna listen to compassion, if Adri's not gonna listen to reason, then maybe Adri will listen to protective instincts. Let's roll. I was thinking either tough or act under pressure. Or I, cool. Cool, yeah. yeah. Tough or cool. 
Tom. Tom, what do you think? You get the casting vote on this. It's an intimidation, right? You're yeah. trying to. Yeah. So I think yeah. it's tough. Tough personally. it is. Tough it is. Theo. Okay, roll those dice and let's not get any more experience. There's a three and a six plus a two. It is an eleven. Oh, it is an finally. eleven. God, you needed that Indeed. so badly. Full success. Okay, then they back down. So Adri stops in their tracks, uh, meters away from the sloking statue. The third tome clutched in Adri's hand. They're ready to attempt anything to get into that statue. They feel like they have some answers and they are ready, but they stop and they see you on the other side, holding this flame gauntlet. And their eyes just lock with you, the licking pilot flame of the gauntlet just dancing in their glasses. Adri drops the third tome on the floor and walks away from the sloking statue towards you, Thea, and eventually is within speaking distance. That just sums you up, doesn't it? All this talk of compassion and friendship, the memories that we've just been gifted, and your instinct, your first thought, when something is threatening your goal, something is threatening your position, something is threatening your chance at glory, is still violence. Adri, look at yourself. And Theo uh, grabs Adri sort of around the sides of the face. <sighs> Adri, stop talking as if I am a complete idiot. My first instinct. This is the fifth way I've tried to stop you in the... I have tried everything. I tried mercy. I tried reason. I gave you back your sloking, blasted memories. I did everything i chose every choice except hurting you or burning this place to the ground and then you turn to me you turn to me where the only thing i could do is threaten you and you say that this is my instinct i do everything to fight my sloking damned instinct and you just don't get it you just don't get that i am trying to do this hand in hand with you i am trying to get answers for both of us together using mercy and compassion and reason because Oh, because, because we're supposed to be friends, because we're supposed to be companions, because I, I. Can you finish that sentence, Theo? Because I, because I. <sighs> and Theo, exasperated, rips off the flame gauntlet, grabs Adri's face and kisses them. How's that for instinct? Huh. Oh. Um, and we cut to a commercial break. <laughs> David and Stu, you don't have to really kiss. Guys, oh, 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 okay. Ali, wow, they did it through the screen. Adri relaxes a touch in your grip. Had been slightly stiff during the kiss. Yeah, they had. Um, <laughs> Such a sorry, no. no. <laughs> Again, I deserve that. I deserve that. And you feel them go slightly limp in your grasp, Theo, until they raise their head glasses still reflecting but this time not reflecting a pilot flame just reflecting your own eyes Theo Adri stares deep deeply into them 
what are we, Theo? And more importantly, what can we be from this point? The thing about you, Adri, as I think you and I both realised when you saw those memories, is that you are a little bit fixated on one thing, and yet you seem to have seen and ignored all of the memories where we were something. And I don't know what that thing is. I'm not going to try and answer it now. All I do know is that if we're going to burn down this church, or reform it, or join it again, I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't want to do it without you. So let's figure out what we are when we've made the world anew, all right? Okay. Now, if you don't mind, I'd quite like to get my Togekiss to heal me because I think I might be on the verge of death. Oh, so yeah, if you you're could just shape. Yeah. let me. Yeah. Uh, I just would like to get a quick healing dew going because your Pokemon did actually punch yeah. me in the I chest. have never kissed anyone Earlier. before and it was a very bloody taste. I thought that was just what <laughs> kissing was. No, it was just the blood from your mouth, I see. I see internal injuries. Do you want to roll for Togekiss doing a healing dew? I don't think we need to roll to see if this move is going to work, but yeah, I, yeah, we should we should roll for the move. It's a Togekiss roll. It it's can't a, fail. It can't yeah, fail. Well, plus speed. Plus speed. Doing? Plus speed. Yeah. Plus two. Only plus two in speed. You didn't fail, did you? Oh my god. You did not fail. Please tell me you didn't fail. Of all the times, I got a one and a two plus a two. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, well, please just let me take a hard point off, please. <laughs> I am going to hold that fail. Oh, okay. God. Oh. oh, no. You beckon Togekiss to come and assist you in healing. But you turn back and Togekiss is not there. And the Sloking statue no. has opened. And there is a pink mist, a faint angelic pink mist, leading down into this now gaping hole within the Sloking statue. But Togekiss isn't there. Adri's like, um... Okay, well, I can, I'll can. i do my best. What do I know about Pastor? medicine? I mean... Um, okay, bonding? Can I, Ellie, can I wrap wave. wounds? Is wound... Like a defibrillator. Yeah, Ellie, can you do anything? <laughs> Ellie? Shock, shock them. Shock Magic them to hell. I was very specialised in my study, Theo. I can try. Oh, I'm going to die. I'm going to die here. <laughs> I just made out with a person and I'm going to die. <laughs> Classic. If I had a per diem point. If Mildred could have read it. Let's say Adri has Adri has a potion that can give you one harm back to take you out of instability. If I'm going to be healed one point and I've just lost Togekiss for now, I am really going to need Mega Medicham back because I'm currently going to solo <laughs> okay. Theo with a two with a half with health Kabuto, a half health Kabuto. So if I, if please we could give me back a Pokemon, David. Do you know what we're about? We're actually about to start a new arc, mate. So all your Pokemon will be mysteriously healed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's true. That's true. Let's assume that they are able to to walk and or move. What is Theo doing? Theo sees the pink mist and the absence of Togekiss. Theo's like, you know what? If I don't assume the best, I I think I'm going to break down in tears. So I am just going to presume Togekiss has gone to like unlock a door, sort something out. I'm going in that direction anyway, because if for a second I think that something terrible has happened. Mercy's not going to be the choice anymore. I'm just going to try and see what's going on. Uh, Adri, do you mind if we go check what's happening with the Mega Golduck that you came in here with? Because uh, it either has killed my friends or we need to stop that, I think, at some some degree. Wow. What am I even doing anymore? Yes, of course. Also, Dave, it really sucks that you've only got half a Kabuto left. It, if only you had like two other people that could help you out with very full teams of Pokemon. Why ready to, do you think you know? I'm going back to help you now that I've had? 
Oh, we are nothing but tools to you, David. I see. I see. Like, this is a JRPG. You're about to go into the final dungeon. You realise there's a subplot you missed. Okay, okay. And if you don't do the subplot... <laughs> you haven't activated the cutscene yet. I see. Mm, you haven't nice. quite... <laughs> you know, you can see. If you get too close to the door, it could auto-start the cutscene. And you're yeah. like, you are back against the wall. Like, I need to go back. You are going to be forever at 99% complete. Theo, I think for a second, looks around, sees Togekiss, just goes, you know what, I'm not going to take that on. And then goes, and I am going to head that. And then it's like, ooh... I've got a half-wounded hairdresser as my current only Pokemon. And uh... <laughs> Adri's there by the door going like, hey, where are you going? I think we should head this way. Hey, <laughs> yeah, no, the door's over here. That, uh, yeah, no, You're going the out, wrong Adrie. way. Try yeah, turning no, around. Yeah, yeah, great, Adri. You've been yeah, that I, way. <laughs> Adri, that's a really good point, but I just want to go check on my Mega Medici, I mean, my friends. You turn around, David, start heading towards us, and a little arrow mysteriously floats above you that's pointing opposite way that you're walking. Lakitu comes down in a cloud, is like, you're going the wrong way. <laughs> I'm getting a message here, and that message is we should cut back to Brandy and Kenny. Um, <laughs> okay. Have you that, Stu? You're so I intuitive. Have, I have. Okay. Do you know what? I say cut back to them. No, we cut back to the dying embers of the Mega Medicham and Mega Golduck fight. And do you know what? Mega Medicham fainted on the ground. Oh. Not usable. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that revive? Oh. Medicham thinks their last thought, like, thank God Theo has Togekiss with them <laughs> to protect them for the final battle. Mega Medicham has been fighting valiantly for as long as they possibly can, and with the assists of Mrs. W and their stave, has been holding off this incredibly powerful Mega Golduck with its fiery side, its icy side. There are elements of the battlefield cast aside tables have been strewn with ice the curry's been frozen and other bits of curry naan has been burnt it is chaos absolute chaos but mega medicham is on their last legs is just holding themselves up mega golduck has an ice sword and is just plunging it towards mega medicham who's holding it off like with four arms jam 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 and golduck's like golduck and is just about to plunge the icy sword when the sword starts to melt dripping down and Golduck's like no tries to freeze it again and then realises that their hand is becoming more fleshy and less blue and as their grip on this world starts to loosen and lessen and that Golduck is ripped away from reality supposedly never to be seen again as the form of Andros returns to the room this smaller teenage boy's frame flops to the floor beneath a bench in Corma Corner. Andros woozily flops unconscious before Mega Medicham. Brandy, Kenny, on the other side of the room, you also return from your staticky forms. You were sat you yeah, you'd be staticky, right? Mm-hmm. In in yeah, yeah. Mind like Palace. Up, we return to our bodies. You return to your bodies. <laughs> you are sucked back. On the other side of the room Ooh, uh who wants to roll for the Heron Lock Murmur fight? Who wants that honour? Ali did it last time, so I think Ali should continue as... Are you are you rolling for Heron, Ali? I think I was rolling for Heron and Ali was rolling for Lock Murmur. Oh, yeah, I was. Uh, you roll your d6, I'll roll mine, Ali. Okay. Do we say it at the same time? Yes. Three, two, one, five. Six. Oh! <laughs> Lock Murmur! Ha-ha! 
Victory lock! A six. I could not believe it. I think with a six, Lockmurmur's gone. Like, Lockmurmur has defeated Heron, who is cradling their defeated Porygon Zed and is cursing the fact that they only have one Pokemon on their abject team. Damn, Lockmurmur had a full team of four. <laughs> and Lockmurmur is gone. Lockmurmur has escaped scot free. Who knows where Lockmurmur has gone? We just hear on the wind. I'll come back at a significant point. Ho <laughs> ho! The, the magician's outfit rippling in the breeze. Because they took it off. <laughs> yes. Can it, just, can it just be like a puff of smoke? Like they've just vanished from the room? Oh, I love like that, Ali. Yes, style. they've done a, a, a special trick and they are gone. Mega Medicham gets up and cradles the unconscious Andros. Brandy, Kenny, you return to your senses. And I suppose the rest of the room starts to wake up as well without now the, the Golduck hypnosis pervading this banqueting hall. So the, all these acolytes and paladins and various members of the church start to come to, covered in bits of curry and, and banquet hall. People who are resting on their instruments wake up and there's the, the clanging of cor choristers. <laughs> as, as all singers wake up. That's where Lock Murmur hid. <laughs> oh, don't look too closely at the choristers. <laughs> it makes a wonderful contralto. And the, ro the room is starting to bustle with a slight sense of panic as people return to their senses. Brandy Kenny, what, what do you do when you, you come back? I think Kenny would try to run to Andros. We don't yet know if this has worked. True. My instinct is to sort of quickly glance at Brandy and then... Make for Andros. Okay, Medicham heads over towards you, Kenny, as well, holding Andros. Jam, jam, Medicham. And as they are heading over to you, their mega form dissolves and they return to a breathing heavily, slightly weakened Medicham. Jam, Medicham. And lays Andros on one of the banqueting tables. Andros? Is, is, he, is he alive? He is breathing. Thank you, God. <laughs> <laughs> He's breathing, says Asta. Says Asta, who's up at your shoulder, Kenny? Asta is there. He's breathing. Asta, who, who's, what? I'm sorry. Where's Bash? Is Bash here too? Yep, yeah, Bash is here too. Bash, say hi. Hi. Bit louder, Bash, come on. Hi. Come on. Sorry, we I know we about talked this, about this, Asta, about announcing ourselves into rooms. Taking yes. taking ownership over ourselves. Come on, Bash, you can I do this. I own this room, Kenny. Get out of my room. No, we're, no, we're not kicking people out, Bash. Let's, oh, try, sorry. Again. Let's try it again. One more time. Here sorry. we go. Bash has just walked this... in. Walked in. Hey, I've appraised this room and I find it guilty of being involved with me okay. because I'm in it now. Bash took a weird legal slant there, Bash, but I like it. <laughs> really? it's, a, it's a good what? energy. How did you how did you get in the, Kenny, the, the, the force field? The, the psychic the barrier fell. Everyone seemed to fall asleep. The psychic barrier fell. The masses are coming. They are heading in. We thought it was the best thing to do. The we thought just get everyone inside. Everyone's scared. Clearly something was happening in here, so we've come in to see if you're all right. And Andros is here? Oh, um, I mean Amazing instincts from you guys to, to come here. Yes, this is Andros. We just enacted the, the sort of fray plan inside Andros's mind palace. And is he okay? Brandy, it looks as though, I mean, he's no longer a Golduck. Kenny, it worked. Andros is alive. He's obviously not Golduck anymore. This is it. This is going to work. Well, yeah. We... Asta says again, is he okay? We don't know. We we literally just came back in. We all right, Asta. Can we have like two minutes to be like, wow, we did pretty good. I just want to know if he's all right. What did you do? I can't assess the consequences unless I know the variables. I Brandy, don't really do you know what did we do. What what we did we do? Pretty epic battle. Huge, 
Huge fight, right? Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. Asta looks at you with a suspicious eye, but the room is beginning to swell with activity and panic, and it sort of distracts from the conversation as um, uh, acolytes and paladins of various people are rushing to various different towers and areas trying to ascertain what has actually happened here. Asta, look, you're the closest thing we've got to a medical doctor in that you work with test tubes. So, Kenny, we need to find Theo. Theo's probably gone way ahead. Theo's, you know what? <laughs> Knowing Theo, they've probably already defeated Theo and have the answer to the whole plan. Hey, guys. Theo! Hey. You're hey. here. I thought you were going Don't... on ahead. Wow, you and Adri look really flushed. So, Golduck's gone. That's great. That's good news. Jam. All around. Pretty Meta happy with that. Medicham, you're right. <sighs> oh, Jam. Thanks, Sloking. Okay. Me- mechanically, what's the deal with Medicham right now? I, I mean, I was I was going to ask in a larger sense. We've got a room full of people. Can we not ask anybody? If, I think we could all do with a little heal before we before we take on before we take on the O. Why don't we do a Why don't we do a roll? I mean, who's doing who's this? Got who's got charms? Who's Go asking? On. Who's asking for help? Bash. That, I I'll do it. I will address the room. Do you have any luck points, Bash? Go on, I tell us. I do not know what a luck point is, but I have a lucky okay. spirit. And I think I can do this. Please, please. I don't think Bash does have a lucky spirit. Brandy, if please I'm... just believe Sorry. in me just once. I do believe in you, Bash. You got this. Thanks, Kenny. You know what? I helped you catch that high dragon, and I believe in you here as well. Go on, Bash. Bash, you are no, you are much better than your brother. So, you know what? Better you than him. <sighs> okay, here we go. Bash rolled. What plus stat do we give? <laughs> Bash. Plus, uh, plus seven, I think. Oh, zero. Plus one because they got a little pep talk from all of us. Go a on. Plus one for the pep talk. Okay. As if you guys intentionally gave someone a plus zero. What the hell, guys? Stu said, what What should we give her? Back me. Went, Back me, Brandy. Do you know what? All I'm saying is, Ali, <laughs> What's wrong with we you, are Brandy? the player characters. We are masters of the universe. All these NPCs live in our orbit. Okay, I'm rolling. Bash has rolled a three. Nope, that's bad. And a six. For a hey, nine a plus success. a one, it's a With full ten. Se- it's a oh, full bash. bash for Luton. Redemption. Redemption. It's her Hannah moment. I had no doubts at all, Bash. <laughs> I knew you'd nail it. Bash heads to the top table, stands on it, chucks some curry plates on the floor. Everybody, everybody, quiet. Okay, I understand. You've all had a weird Christmas. I've had a weird Christmas. But you know what? Christmas is weird. Panda Claus is weird. The idea of me standing on this table and talking to a room of hundreds of people despite my crippling social anxiety is weird, but I'm doing it. You got this, Bash. You got this. I'm doing it. You got this. Because do you know what? There are things that are bigger than me. There are things that are bigger than my own lack of self-worth. And there are people in this room who are fighting for that right now. There are people in this room who care about the wider world. There are people in this room who wouldn't lock out hundreds of refugees, desperate, clamouring for some safety, while they sit in their comfy, cosy, fiery walls and and banquet and feast and listen to chorister music. Some random church people were about to walk up to Bash and be like, yes, I am, and then hear the last sentence and then turn away and go, no, I did, that's (laughs) Mm, me. No, that That was also me. me. Yeah, you're all comfy and cosy in here, aren't you? Cloistered hidden, hiding from a world that needs help. Well, my friends aren't. They're here and they're trying to make a difference. And I think it's about time that all of you stood up and took notice of that. Got your nose out of some books, got your nose out of ancient 
relics, ancient hierarchies, and just try to be good people. It is Christimas after all. Now who can who can help heal my friend's Pokemon? I have a hyper potion. Thank you. I can help them. I've got a fermented hyper potion, but I thank you. I've got nine million per diem points. <laughs> well, the king. Oh my God. The king's here. <laughs> it is I, the king of Formia. Dude, invest that. Why are you carrying it around? I don't trust banks. <laughs> Nor should you in That's this country. Fair. No, Actually. not at all. I think we see church members starting to, you know, some people take off their cloaks and give them to some of the refugees who are filtered in here. But yes, the refugees start to filter into the great banqueting hall. Thank you so much. It's me, one of the Dales. Oh, it's Tom Dale. I'll take the potion. <laughs> oh, it's nice and warm. Why are you old Greg from the Mighty Boosh? <laughs> <laughs> and an acolyte near Tom Dale says, well, if you can't move your jaws, then... I guess you'll love some curry, some soupy curry, right? Absolutely. We have straws. Oh, have that's curry. perfect. I've never seen. What is a straw? Come sit. I come from a very sheltered village. And lots of the acolytes and the palins and everything, they make room at the benches, even though there is no real room. They find a way, whether they upturn some tables, they rip down some of the, the bunting, hanging drapery and make carpets on the floor, and they share. The banquet becomes a refuge. The real church was the friends we made along the way, am I right? <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle, Tom Dale. There, there is an actual church. It's a quite an important institute. Oh, no, it's wrong oh, yeah. time. No, this is a joke. I think it's, um, <laughs> Heron stands up clapping, saying, that's my sister. She did a great job. And I'm her brother, so I've also done a great job. <laughs> <laughs> Someone heal my Porygon first. And do you know who comes up and gives you all the potions you so desire? Mystery. It's me. It's me, yeah. Mr. E. I've, I shackled myself to this church. And this church was going to reap out my memories. I'm, I don't know what to believe anymore, but I believe in what that girl said. We should be helping each other in times of need. Oh, your memories. Your memes. Please. Don't let anyone take your memes, Mr. E. Take these potions. An apothecary's best. Me and CVP need to get out of here. Theo, be careful. We, Kenny and I think Mr. E might want to lure us into a trap at some point. Oh, we're way past that. Oh, oh what? so far past that. Oh, really? Because that's where we... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, guys, yeah, no, I've got quite a lot to catch you up on, but what we need to do is heal up, go down a very mysterious pathway... Don't ask where Togekiss is. We can catch up in that process. Yeah, mystery is kind of the scum of the earth. But thank you for the potions. Do you have any of them for humans? Anything for a human? So hang on. What, just one minute, Theo. So mm -hmm. in the enemies list about mm. maybe Please 20 ease. minutes ago, we had Mrs. W, Adri from Ansk, and and now they're the good guys. And Mr. E is now on the enemies list. Is that, am I just, is this all correct? You know what? I could go into so much more detail, Kenny, but you've really succinctly summed that up. Yeah, we've got two new members of the party. One of the people we thought was a supportive cast member is, uh, yes, I, I almost clawed their eyes out with a Kabuto. Again, I recommend we we talk about this in the in the secret passage. Yeah, I think we need to go. It looks like Bash has this handled. Bash? Yeah? I never thought I'd say this, but you're in charge. It's just like jazz, isn't it? It's just improvising. I'm just going to make it up as I go along. Right, Asta? Yes. <laughs> That's all I have to say.
going for it. What are you going for, Tom? I'm going for that jalapeno. Oh, I mean, I mean, you're not great with spice, are you? Just because I am a snowman does not mean I can't handle my spice. <laughs> I was thinking we could give it a chilli for a nose and just roll it down that hill far away from that other snowman coming closer to us. Oh, that's my enemy. No, we've got to run. That's that's the midsection snowman. Basically, I'm just ahead and the bottom part of the ball, and that's my midsection. Guys, I think we did it. I think we've had the weirdest intro to a midsection so far. Did you eat the chilli? Well, I guess we'll have to find out. To be honest, Stu, that was an act one red herring. There's still an outro to be done. That's There's still true. time. I don't believe it. Chekhov's chilli. It's still Chekhov's there. Chekhov's chilli. It's still hanging there. It's been introduced. <laughs> it will be I love that restaurant. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the midsection, folks. Today, the midsection comes to you from Nightly Umbreon, but they immediately reveal their alias. My name is Joseph, and I've been listening to Critical Ditto for a few weeks now, and I'm currently in the Sky Attack arc. Ooh. Bear in mind, this was exactly this time last year, so maybe they're still there. Uh, it's a nice place to be stuck. It's yeah, a good it's a great place. Joseph writes, I love this podcast, and it brings me joy listening to this amazing and funny journey. I had an idea for an NPC. Damien Zenith. He is the son of a well-known evolution-themed pop group called the Evolution Revolution. Damien uses his poker power Roserade to produce a sweet scent from his wrists to escape from his adoring fans. His team consists of a female Umbreon named Bree, a female Ampharos named Scylla, a male Roserade named Hemlock, a male Galarian Slowking named Merlin, a male Relicanth named Labyrinth, and a female Gardevoir named Maiden. He loves to battle and has a slight Jersey accent. He has black hair, a white hoodie, black jeans and brown hiking boots one hand is slightly red and one is slightly blue i have an early question are we talking jersey the island off the coast of britain or new jersey are we talking bruce springsteen i think we're talking springsteen mainly because i don't know what the jersey island from the uk is other than yeah yeah hello is anyone else as as fascinated in uh and this evolution group as they are in the character that was submitted and absolutely to be honest i love the evolution group. i love the evolution group i also love that it's, what's his name damien zenith damien zenith. zenith cool name i just want him to have like a, a an evil twin called damien nadir where it's just like he is just having the best life and this other damien is just having the worst like damien zenith gets to lead the evolution revolutions gets to have all these cool pokemon gets to emit sweet scents from their wrists having a great time and Damien Nadir is just at in the pits. What, he has a Roserade poker power? Nadir has... Skuntank. Yes, yes, good, good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he is leading a pop group of... Burmese. Oh, a swarm of Burmese. The Burmese Python. <laughs> That's a pretty good name, actually. I'd watch, I'd watch the Burmese Pythons play. Okay, so is there a competition between these two groups? Is there a battle of the bands type thing going on? Mm. What was Damien's connection? Was he in the group? Son of a well-known evil... Son of a pop group, which is interesting. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. He is the son of a well-known evolution-themed pop group called the Evolution Revolution. Okay. Co-parenting. It's a radical world. It takes group. a village. Wow. So a pop group found, found an orphan on the street... And and went, we must, we must take in this child and raise them as our own. 
found two orphans, gave them poetically different surnames. <laughs> One of them being slowly carried away by a group of Burmese, and they were like, nah, I guess that, that's the Burmese kid now. So Damien doesn't have a pop group. Perhaps Damien inherited the evolution revolution. Inherited a pop group? Yeah, you inherit a pop group. In a will. reference that I told you... you about our family lineage. <laughs> you know we're different from other families, don't you, Damien? They are evolution inspired. They don't have to actually have any evolutions. They can just be adults dressed up as different evolutions. Is there is there anything to do with this pop group being the the Kimono Girls from Johto? These mm, or people culturally appropriating the geisha the <laughs> Well, I wonder if they're Damien's parents. All of the Kimono Girls from uh, from Johto. Love that. Okay, so that's the style we're getting from from the Evolution Revolutions. But what are the Burmese Pythons? What do they play? Experimental electro pop. Squash Mallet's a huge fan. <laughs> yes, I think Squash Mallet has organised this Battle of the Bands. It's some kind of Great. weird avant-garde battle of the bands slash terraforming competition. And what are the stakes? Damien versus Damien. Revolution versus Burmese. So these two bands, the Burmese, what were they again? Burmese, Burmese Pythons. Burmese Pythons. But it sounds like an NFL team. Like I'm so just... <laughs> the Burmese Pythons and the Evolution Revolutions, or whatever they yeah. were called, are two famous rivals. And they're like, right, neither one of us can live while the other survives. We're gonna we're gonna have a poll. <laughs> We're going to invite exactly fifty percent. A load of pretentious artists. I'm yeah, exactly. A load of artists are, are choosing the fate of our band. What could <laughs> well, possibly go here's, wrong? Here's a question I've got. Here's a question I've got. I wonder if they are both from Johto, so they have come to Formia where no one knows their music to do it. So like, they don't have any existing fans. In... Squash so Mallet's the only one. They're the only one. That was mm. their contact. Their contact was Squash Mallet. It's like when Jesse J went to go and do that singing competition in China <laughs> to win off our own back. <laughs> This is these guys coming it's to be so like, bad. we can do it without the fan base. I love it. I love <laughs> also, it. another rogue idea. Damien has a Gardevoir, and Wait. I wonder if Gardevoir is a late addition to the band, and it's Jolly <gasps> from Pyrenile, who Whoa, teleported huge. away Sold. and faked their death to follow their dream and join a band. Basically met Damien. Yeah. Wow. Jolly fell from a zenith to meet. <laughs> Into a zenith. It was caught by <laughs> Damien's zenith. zenith. Caught by Damien's zenith. And the song that Jolly wrote to bring this band to full success is called From Zenith to Zenith. Oh, and it's a beautiful... It's really good. It's really <laughs> Inspired good. by Meowth to Meowth, Butt to Butt, Zenith to Zenith. <laughs> Noun to noun, noun to noun. <laughs> this is the, that's all the songs in Formia. Well, thank you very much, Joseph. And uh, yeah, if you too would like to feature in a midsection or have your character feature in a midsection or a location or a, just an abstract concept, please do email us at criticalditto at gmail.com. And if you would like to skip the queue join our discord at the uh, discord join the discord anyway but join our patron at the champion tier and you can skip the queue mm. so tom the snowman did you eat the chili or the <laughs> midsection or no i'm, I'm sorry I'm, I'm in a submarine now i don't know if you heard i skipped to the submarine bit of the plot at the end oh good hold on where um wait this isn't a submarine at all tom we're all seeds within a giant chili that's right and we're the being eaten by a Oh, man. Honey, I shrunk the midsection. Who's that Pokemon? It's Golduck. Welcome back. Okay, so have you decided if, if each of you get a potion? I mean, who's even got hurt Pokemon other than Theo? I mean, we just assumed we would just be like a full restore for all our Pokemon. Yeah, no, screw it. Just take, take him back. Why not? Like, 
It's just like visiting a Pokemon Center, isn't it? And you, we, we did just have a big banquet scene to justify it. Power of Christmas. The power of Christmas compels me. Thanks, babe. So should we go round and say which Pokemon are now back up? And of course, yes. Well, the only one that taken any damage was Fedora. Fedora's back. For me, it's Meltan. Meltan is back up after taking the Ice Beam. Uh, and I've I've had a real win here in the <laughs> Swadloon's back. Kabuto's healed and Medicham is healed. And you yourself, dare I say? No, I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to think like how can we make is there anything we can make of the fact that theo took this blow i mean in the same way that when brandy took a lot of damage there was a physical scar that's what i'm that's the only thing i'm thinking yeah. it's like is there a... maybe they need like a crutch yeah sounds good okay i think actually brandy says um theo we don't really have time for a full recovery so and she grabs the crutch that she's had in her from bag. her own injury the telescopic crutch yeah the telescopic crutch of course and hands it to theo you could just have the one you don't look it doesn't look too bad wow this Thank you, Brandy. I. You might recognise yeah, it as you. the one I threw at you. If I remembered everything you threw at me, Brandy, I'd be even smarter than I already was. <laughs> Once you have taken some of the poultices and potions that Mystery provided for you before Mystery slunk away with their survivor, and you left the warm comfort and cosiness of that joint banquet hall of refugees and church members alike joining in a Christmas spectacle, you move away to the colder back part of the enclave where the amphitheatre still sits and the Slowpoke statue, the Slow King statue, still finds itself ajar, layered in pink mist. I think it's very simple. I think the, the statue has just moved and I think there is very Pokemon style, just a staircase leading down, sort of like the Olivine Tower. You know how there's just like steps and steps and steps. Once you follow this staircase down through the pink mist, you find that it's just a very long, elongated, circular walkway that goes down, down, down very, Couple very of sailors deep. on there. Couple of sailors to fight with some tentacles if you want. <laughs> Don't meet their eye. It will really, really <laughs> delay us. And yeah, it's lit by some torches uh, as you go down. But other than that, it's quiet. The steps are pristine, free from any aging or wear. It's obviously not a very well-trod staircase is there still that pink mist sort of yeah that pink mist continues all the way down just sort of leading you like a path who's coming down by the way obviously theo brandy kenny is anyone else coming down with you or is it just the three of you i mean personally i think it is adri and possibly just that just them yeah okay yeah i think so. i mean heron is the question mark it's whether heron would come with or stay with their sister i think heron went to go and bash said no heron you're with me Oh, we need you up here. Yeah, nice. And Heron was like, oh, "Okay, okay." <laughs> I like that. No, I like Bash, Bash taking charge. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, so it's the four of you, and as you're slowly making your way down this staircase, Theo is catching you up on some of the things that you've missed over the last few episodes. And uh, that's the part where um, I threatened Adri with uh, Mrs. W's flame gauntlet and. Uh, Based on that and that alone, me and Adri reconciled, and uh, now uh, we have decided to take the Tome of Solitude and um, take on the uh, take on the. Uh, you reconciled. The o. That doesn't yeah, sound. We reconciled. Like, like you just just said. Oh, just said. Oh, let bygones be bygones. That's it. Flygons be flygons, obviously. Flygons be flygons. Bygones be bygones. <laughs> oh, there are so many porygons <laughs> be porygons. I don't like this, Kenny. I don't know what's going on. Sorry, Adri Fomonsk. I appreciate I'm not with everyone on my side, nor should you be, frankly. I've done some pretty 
pretty horrible things. And there's no excuse. But there is a person here who just wants to try and do better. Honestly, Adri, if I hadn't just learned that you had some memories removed and the church messed with your head, you would not be coming on this trip. You would not be walking down the stairs. You would be falling down that stairs because I'd have pushed you down the stairs. But it sounds awful what the church did to you both. So I'm giving, I'm just going to, I'm just going to give it two hours and, and we're going to circle back round when we're, you know, back in the Christmas joy. But just know this, Adri, I'm watching you. Okay. All right. Remember our checkers games? I always won. Remember that. Remember that. Well, let me just say, I'm, I'm sorry for betraying you. And I'm, I'm not expecting any forgiveness. I'm not expecting any trust either. Kenny, you've been a, a little quiet. Anything, anything you'd like to add? I think after hearing what you said, Kenny is just sort of, actually he's a bit further back from the group. Would be holding onto a banister if there were one. And he just looks, he looks a bit like his legs are about to give way from under him a little bit. And has just gone even slightly paler. Kenny's paler than normal. You know, um, Theo and Brandy, you guys have, you have taught me a lot. A lot of new emotions that I hadn't really, um, hadn't really felt before. And, um, I am, I am a big time feeling one of those now. What you just told me is that poker powerism is is common. So the thing that has ruined my life caused us on this journey and ruined the lives of millions of people like me across millennia is all because of this person that we're just, we're going to now. So I think it's probably, probably you, Theo, who's taught me what vengeance is best, but I feel it coursing through my veins and I have no idea what is going to happen when I come face to face to the person that has birthed Frey. Okay, you think Frey, Brandy, you think Frey is the big bad guy? Right now, yeah, she is the biggest threat. But she is a creature born from the actions of the O. My whole life could have been different. Everyone, poker parrots, we all could. I'm so sorry, Theo, that I can't, I, I, I can't empathise with you. I am blocked by the anger that I have for this person. Normally, I would be so, so sad for you and for you Adri because what what has happened to you the lies throughout your life the, what, oh oh my sloking that is awful but I have had to live that life I am pretty broken yeah but I've let that broken turn me into something and a person who's killed and I just want you to be careful because I really wouldn't want to wish this on anyone Thanks, Adri. I have no idea how I'm going to respond. Kenny, uh, I I know that I'm not sort of trying to adopt the role of being your heavy anymore, but if there's one last way that I want to try and protect you before we go into a room where anything can happen, you've taught me a lot of feelings that I'd never felt before the three of us met. Uh, compassion, mercy... Patients waiting for people to order slowly in restaurants. And I can finally give you some assistance, because if there's one emotion I know well in this world, it's rueful vengeance. I want you to know that what you're feeling right now, the expanseless pain, the ocean that you are swimming in where there is no edge, that is fine. That is absolutely fine, and you don't have to stop it. 
You don't have to fight it. You don't have to battle it. You don't have to be better than it. But I ask that the moment you can see another coastline, another beach, another edge to that sadness, you swim to it as fast as you can. And if you can, choose kindness again. Yeah. Kenny joins the group and goes to embrace Theo, but stops halfway knowing that they're not comfortable with too much contact. So just sort of awkwardly hugs Brandy instead. Ow, Kenny. Okay. It's firmer than you'd want it to be, Brandy. Be careful. We are by stairs. You know how I hate stairs. I'm glad we've all talked about our feelings. Remember what my nickname was in Surfloat? They used to call me the biggest beach of all. So you know what? Let's rather than talk about feelings, we should focus on the punching. So when we get there, let's punch away. And Brandy punches Adri on the arm. Uh. See, I feel better already. Let's go. Yeah, let's all let's all make contact with Adri. I'll I'll, I'll go next. Um... <laughs> Theo, why are you punching their hand? You can't just you're slapping their hand. <laughs> oh, I seem to have injured it a little bit. Let me just um, kiss to make it better. <laughs> okay. Uh, almost. To the end. Oh, that's oh, that's fun. Here, Brandy, let me kiss your hand. Oh. No, get off my hand! Right, I'm running. <laughs> oh, God, this is worse than being with Frey. <laughs> is that Stew or Adri? <laughs> Both. Let's get there. We've reached the end of the steps. Too late. The world's over. We spent too much time on the stairs. (laughs) On the stairs, it was so long. Uh, Right, eventually, after an indeterminate amount of time, you reach the base and enter this next room. It's a large room, much larger than you'd expect from a subterranean enclave. And it's damp, oddly damp. Uh, There's the sound of running water assailing your ears instantly. And you notice that it flows in channels across the floor of the room, tiny canals that form the outline of a sloping, staring wistfully at a crescent moon, something that you could observe easily as you're descending on the spiral staircase. A plinth sits... I think I know where we are! ...within the crescent moon, surrounded by a miniature moat of canals. The plinth is icy blue, with frost crystals gathered at the base and the peak. Atop it is a small box... Smoky spiritual energy cascades down from the plinth like dry ice, swirling and enveloping that running water of the canals before dissipating. The floor itself is marble black, reflective of both light and sound, the continuous ripple of slow-moving water echoing around the space. And in the centre of the room is a raised platform supported by four slowpoke statues who function as the source of the water flow, their mouths ever flooded and agape. On the top of the platform is a crude-looking device, clearly ancient tech, steeped in mysticism rather than science. It's a mess of metallic plates, archaic symbology and embossed cuneiform, and in the middle of it all, a rough-shod replica of a circlet. Primes line the room. But these are primes in state of disrepair, half-built, skeletal versions of steel-type Pokémon, lifeless and free from the humming energy that drives the likes of Amazon and Optimus within the Conclave. And above it all, illuminating the scene like a detached chandelier, is a single question mark unknown. Resplendent gold. It shines its eye following you, but never blinking. And Togekiss floats above, dropping this pink mist all around the room, just circling. What do you do first? Ah, oh, it's a relief. Togekiss is okay. Do we recognise the rooms, Stu? 
I suppose you would. Yeah. We would. We do would. Yeah, well, we, maybe from not the brandy. Division. But yes, uh, Theo and Kenny would recognise it as whether it is or a replica of or whatever. It is very much that uh, that room from beneath the Sephiroth tree. Yeah, from Spatial Rend 5, from Spatial I think? Rend 5? Possibly. A great call if that's the case, Ali. But yes, that, the room in which... Sometimes I remember how nerdy our podcast is and it's stuff like, <laughs> it's the uh, it's a, either the room or a replica room from Spatial Rend 5. <laughs> but really just kids oh, where you're like, to check ah, ourselves. Yeah. It's good it's to nice check to ourselves. It's nice to remember where we sit in the podcast canon. <laughs> <laughs> it's the room in which Norman used the King's Rock. It's the room in which the schism happened. Indeed, the, the, the schism, yeah. which we witnessed in, in vision form. Do you recognise this room? Oh, yeah, this is bringing back some memories. Yeah. What, did, you, did you two get a camp here? What is this room? Um, Brandy and Adri, this room is either the place or a replica of where the schism happened, where Norman used the King's Rock. From Spatial to... Rend 5? <laughs> From Spatial Rend 5, Brandy. I love that anime. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, this either this the the conclave was born out of this that area, or Norman has created a space where they did what they did, and to be reminded of it forever. Okay, Brandy's sort of looking around, and now I think looks a bit more worried. Like, okay, I don't like this room, and goes go, Wimpy, Lope, Lopeny, stay on guard, Wimpy, Lope. Theo can't take their eyes off Togekiss, but doesn't yet interact, and turns to Adri and says. Is there anything in the third tome that we should know before we uh, go on? I'll be honest, Theo. The third tome I was hoping would provide some answers as to how to get in here. Something about a codex. But I had honestly no true idea how to open that statue at all. It seems like Togekiss is the one who's opened it. Does Togekiss have some connection to this room or the... Or what? Adri... You are always good at asking questions. Let me talk to Togekiss. All right, but if it gets the signal, the signal is Brandy, help. Help, you're much stronger than me and I need your help, okay? Let's settle that's with the, the first signal. two words, shall we? Okay, fine. Let's go fine. with... Um, or fine. I could throw the crutch at you, either or. I know that's <laughs> you know the language what? That's you understand. That's a better signal. That is a better okay. signal. Uh, but if anything does go awry, everyone, please go go on without me. Kenny, you... you I am getting really sick of you two of you saying that to me. Adri, this is not the first time one of these two has said this to me in the last pff, three days. It's like they think something bad's going to happen. Thea, where are you going to talk to Tokikis? In the diary room, I think. <laughs> Day in the conclave. Theo is in David's the diary played room. football with a lemon in a sock. Um, <laughs> classic episode. Classic episode. <laughs> So remind me, what is it? Was there is there like a is there a plinth situation in the room? Did you say was yeah, there, there's a, there's any... a small platform above the the slowpoke statues in the water? Yeah, that feels symbolic, doesn't it? Yeah, Theo Theo's going to get on to the, the center of the room. Absolutely, oh, great. loves a raised dais, don't they? And yeah, and so okay, if you go there, you get a bit closer to this this weird mystical tech. And as you bit get closer, you see this replica of the circle. It looks like a weird king's rock replica or a, a, a king's smock it looks almost like a very very early version of king's smock that you wore during your mm. um your schisming ceremony togekiss descends pink mist following and togekiss and i think in this room just for ease togekiss can speak to you in some it's like 
using its Togekiss voice, Togekiss, but there's some booming, echoey version of uh, an audible Formian language, Togekiss, that also speaks to you. It's its voice emanating and echoing off this rough, black, marbly surface. Played by Cape Blanchett. I think that's the right. Of course, of course. <laughs> I think that's the right decision. Instead of a king, you shall have a dark queen. <laughs> and Togekiss descends. Theo, I'm so glad you were able to make it down here. There's so much, there's so much more to share with you, Theo. I have been showing you difficult truths and perhaps not showing you the full picture, but, but here, here we can, here we can see the whole thing in the true light of day. In many ways, this is my spiritual home, Theo. This is where I was born. This is where I became a truly realized being. This is where I became my own creature. Something that had been locked away in Norman's head. I didn't even know the boundaries of my own prison until I was freed from it. And then, whoosh, I'm, I'm free. I'm independent. And I find not only am I my own being, but I can have my own ideas. And I can disagree with others, as I disagreed with Norman. It's a wonderful feeling of liberation, Theo. Intoxicating. Oh, God, I, I don't like this speech. I don't like, I don't like this. this. I've told you already, Theo. Norman and I disagreed after the schism. Norman was horrified by it. He saw it as a grave mistake, something that caused him great shame, something that he built this room to demonstrate, something to remind him. But Norman was wrong. Norman was wrong to lock up knowledge. Norman was wrong to try and stop something like this from happening again. Norman was wrong to regret his choices, because his choices led to me existing, Theo. The schism wasn't a mistake. Yes, it was interrupted and it was incomplete, but me and Norman, we are the perfect version of that. So in the early days of the church, I developed the schism machine, while Norman tried to lock away knowledge. Because I knew that this was how to fix it. Not to hide from it, but to complete the job and free everyone. Do you see, Theo? So yes, Norman and I went on different paths. Norman grew concerned, and I grew concerned, and I developed the primes to keep things moving in the church. And Norman worked on the box to lock me away. <sighs> oh, God. Do you see? <laughs> We're going to have to fight Togekiss. Do you see? <laughs> Hold on. They could still be a good guy. Oh, no. <laughs> Stu's way of defeating Togekiss. I see it now. <laughs> I, I better get so many evolutions after this, Stu. I better get so many Evos. Because... I don't know what you mean. I. So, Togekiss, you are telling me that the great divide in the church was between you and Norman. Yes. And what you're also telling me, let me, just, let me just get this right, is that you were freed by a torturous process. A torturous process you then recreated to perform on me and dozens, if not hundreds, if not thousands of others. And then what you did is you you manipulated everybody that tried to fight against one terrible system to create another terrible system that I am the latest member of, the anomaly. So that's what you've done. You've just created two completely warring factions to treat the other as if they're evil when both systems are wrong. No, 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 Theo. I'm healing. That's what I do. I'm a Togekiss and I heal. Togekiss, 
you've not been a human for very long because let me tell you, if there's one thing that people know, it's that healing can hurt people. No, Theo. In order to heal, you have to see the depth of the wound. I said this. A wound you made. You created the wound. You are both the doctor and the executioner. How could you think of yourself as a healer? How can you think of me as a wound? I'm the wound, Togekiss. I am the wound. Kenny is the wound. Brandy is the wound. Leo is the wound. Adri is the wound. Every single person we have ever met is the wound. You are the scalpel and you are the bandage. Every person you've named there is a person. Every wronged creature there is a human. Because really, when it comes down to it, you don't see my freeing as a joyous thing because I am just a Pokemon and it harmed a human in the making of me. That's what it comes down to, doesn't it? And despite the fact that I might have the perfect way to end the poker-powered problem, I might have the perfect way to heal and free trapped creatures, you see it as a wound. That tells me everything that I need to know, Theo, and I'd hoped, I'd hoped that I could bring you here to help me heal Formia, Theo, but it seems to me like, no, you don't want to heal at all. Togekiss, I have given many Pokemon the respect they deserve but I have not witnessed you give a single human anything but pain. Togekiss, I have a great deal that I owe you. You have been an incredible ally to me, but if you think that hurting people is going to be the solution, then you have missed everything that I have learned while you have been beside me. Mercy is the only solution. It's not sacrifice, and it's not suffering, and it's certainly not solitude. It is companionship, and it is a quality that is why Slowking chose Kenny and not me, and certainly not you. So go on, if you think that you are going to be able to solve all of Formia, believe me, we have learned something that no tome has to teach us. Try your best. I'm so disappointed. And Togekiss ascends to the top of the room, golden pink wings unfurling. And Togekiss starts to meld with this golden unknown, creating this angelic figure, a deity being of resplendent gold and heavenly light that showers pink sparkles all over the room. You shield your eyes to shade yourself. And when you come to, you see this divine Togekiss unknown being. Brandy runs up next to Theo, grabs the crutch off them and throws it at the angelic being. <laughs> <laughs> this booming voice says, Just try and stand against the earth. This episode, there's so, there's so much going on. We've got the we've got the kiss, the kiss. Come on, we've got Bash, Bash getting a moment, getting a speech. We've got the staircase scene, Theo's speech. We've got Togekiss, the reveal. Togekiss was the one behind the schisms. It can't go much higher. Hope you enjoyed the episode as much as we did in recording it, in making it, editing it, all of the above. Also. For this episode, and maybe for more, depending on if we do post-record chats, I am uploading a Patreon special, uh, which is our discussion after this episode, uh, where we kind of 
briefly discuss the fallout of the Tokius reveal and what that means for the church and just our thoughts and feelings on the episode. So if you're looking for an instant reaction to this episode and hear our thoughts on it before the reflect and everything, then uh, do head over to our Patreon. And if you sign up at an S-Class trainer level or higher, then you can listen to that as well as all of our good patron stuff, including 10-minute one-shots, uh, for me in shorts, uh, holiday specials, mechanicets, uh, all, all sorts of goodies that we have a gluttony. Gluttony or a glut? I'm a glutton for content. And if you are too, then head over to our Patreon and you can get all the good stuff. Patreon.com slash Critical Ditto. Moving on, we got to get our thanks in. Thank you to Junichi Masuda and Satoshi Dejiri for creating Pokemon. Thank you to Braxton Burks, the Materia Collective, and Glitchek City for some of the music used in the episode, as well as epidemic sounds for the ambient noises and additional tracks. Special thank you to the consoles today. Uh, who provided the Jazz Sutopolis City remix, which can be heard just before the midsection. Uh, go check them out on YouTube or, or their Patreon, The Consoles. That's C-O-N-S-O-U-L-S. They do all sorts of fantastic jazz video game covers, and they are brilliant. The big thank you, though, of course goes to our patrons. Thank you to Lord Toffee. Thank you to Mega Noodle. Thank you, Zachary Turing. Thank you, Elena Mikhailov. Thank you, Mr. Man, Anorak, Not That Nick, Brandon Wood, Tommy Portillo, Aidan Clark, Mark Smith, Brad Demon Dowker, Mike Cabbages, Dr. Ranny, excuse me, Jerembe's mum, DeGeezy, Alex W, Crispy, Huxley, Spicer, Beth Chivers, Jam, Heather Arsnell, Betsy Lewin-Lay, Darius Joukowsky, Pokerdash 55, Ellie Lieberman, Jerembe, Carrie Morrison, Scott M, Dr. Megaman, PhD, Haikili, Kaikopin Cosplay, Kaiko Cosplay, Kaiko Pink Cosplay, Big Fat New, Jonah Jackson, Josh Anderson, Alchemage, Cesar Trevino, Force Majeure, Cranon Creations, Eric Eichinger, Millamoy, Ginny Voss, and Alastair Collinson. If someone could put if someone, if someone could put a sick beat under that, I feel like there's so, there is a track there. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Josh Anderson provided the previously this week. Thank you, Josh. Final thanks to uh, my players. Do I own them? No. We are a collective, a commune. It's not a cult. Thank you to David, Tom, and Ali for being the best collaborators I could possibly hope for. We'll see you again in two weeks. In the meantime, do give us a review. Join our Patreon, join our Discord, or social medias. We've got lovely Ellie Lieberman, who is uh, one of our, our patrons, but also our social media manager, who's just putting out all sorts of great content on Instagram and Twitter. So check it out. And in the meantime, remember, adventure is out there. You just have to step in the tall grass. As long as we don't sort of go too, too, you know, we don't milk, we don't have like scenes of, you know, just open sex scenes going on, improv sex scenes. <laughs> oh, like, I think we're really, right. Tom? Really? Okay. Oh, oh, well, Tom, you're not going to enjoy the Patreon content we did before this. <laughs> uh... <laughs>